on, just get, oh, all right, all right, all right, oh, all right, all right, how's it, how's it, how's it, I'm Junior Gabriel, but Junior, welcome to the podcast, our uh, podcast is now heard in 53 countries, is it, was it 53 or 54, one of the two, uh, but anyway, no, I wanted to uh, share the, uh, some stats with you guys, before, um, uh, you know, we do any of that. Of course, the attitude of gratitude. Okay, let's go. Attitude of gratitude. And hey, we'd like to thank everybody in, in our countries. Okay, the last uh, few countries we have, uh, see, it doesn't give me the full reading anymore. Uh, so we got India, Germany, Mexico, Canada, Japan, United Kingdom. And uh, Apple Podcast is at 56%. Wow, Apple Podcast used to be like 89%. And then um, Spotify started taking over. Now, for you guys that are like, you know, uh, doing music and stuff, you guys know how valuable that is, right? Uh, web browsers, only 8% of people listen to us on web browsers. So that's becoming very old school. Uh, iHeartRadio is 8%. Anchor is 3%. And then other is 12 Now, the other are um, a lot of other uh, sources or other other outlets that carry us. One of them in India, who's really, um, oh gosh, India has really um, uh, brought in a lot of people and, and it's called Ghana, G-A-A-N-A. And, um, and they also have their uh, neighboring countries listening to us. Um, our demos are primarily 28 to dead with a few 18 to 27 year olds, just a few of them. Uh, 13, over 13,000 plays in the last 48 hours. Uh, and that's, that's, uh, that's our norm. Now that the male female ratio is 89% male, 11% female. So the females, I don't know, females just kind of drop for a second and then, then they came back and now I don't know if they're coming back or whatever. But thank you for, uh, tuning into the podcast. And today we're going to talk about some LOA basics. Now, uh, one of my clients is in Romania. And she was terribly confused at some of the things that she's seen. You know, the law of attraction went in. She was overthinking everything. Now, the majority of my clients for, oh gosh, well, since I opened my voice school 33 years ago, have been female, okay? Because here's, here's the thing about voice school, okay? We're going we're gonna to kind of talk about voice first, and then we're going to talk about the law of attraction and how the, what the correlation is. And see, a lot of people have this in their head. They go, well, if I, if I learn to sing, if I learn to speak in front of audiences or sing in front of people, it's going to make me more confident. But they don't know exactly how it works. Okay. So this is not the voice podcast. So we're not going to dive deep into that. But uh, let's just say that um, I, I use one exercise that I use in voice training for life coaching. And it totally calms the brain. And this is because of endorphins and oxytocin. And, and it, it, get, it gets kind of deep in that area. But like I said, this is the law of attraction, right? Okay, so how does that help you with the law of attraction? Well, if, if you are like, um, we have a local term in Hawaii that we say scatterbrains, right? If you're scatterbrains, okay, that means you're thinking about, you know, multiple thoughts and here, this and that and whatever. And, and girls go through this. Females are multitaskers. They're not like us. We can focus on one thing and think about it like all day long, right? And it's usually about chicks, right? I mean, no, I'm just kidding. But, but I mean, you know, we can really focus on that one thing. Um, women were designed to have young and that's why they can multitask the way they do, right? But when you have a flood of thoughts and then you have another flood of thoughts and another flood of thoughts and these thoughts are really negative, then what do you have to do? 
Well, you get overwhelmed. And what do you, what do females do when they're overwhelmed? They cry. Okay. Now there's nothing like a good cry for a female. Okay. Now if you're a dude and if you're having good cries, uh, maybe you need some life coaching. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, you can hit me up. <laughs> okay. That's not normal. It's not normal. Okay. And, and I know what they're saying is, oh, well, you know, men can cry. Yeah. Men can cry. Um, you know, that the, the time that I have, um, uh, I, I guess the most times that I have cried is when I've either, um, like this, I remember this one time years and years ago, right? Um, I, I was with my uncle and it was because, you know, my uncle was telling me stuff and, and whatever. And, um, my uncle had, had, um, it, it was, it's a long and, and, you know, we don't want to go too far on the left, but I cried because it was my uncle, right? Uh, there has been times that, uh, recently, in fact, a friend, right? That, that I knew I was wrong and I apologized and I cried because that was my friend. I mean, you know, like uh, for a long time, I mean, I, I you know, I, not friend as in buddy, buddy kind of thing, but somebody who helped me a lot. He helped me. He helped me immensely. Right. And then um, and there's other times, too, like like, you know, so, well, I, I got to tell you, always, there's some movies that I have seen, uh, especially when I was younger. Right. That I sit there and I'm like, OK, hold him back, hold him back, you know, because the movie, the movie's kind of sad. You know what I mean? Or, or it touches you, it, you know, it touches you. Now, uh, vibration, going back to the thing, right? Vibration is very important, okay? And here's the thing. You know, a lot of, I, I did not recognize this. It was brought to my attention by somebody else. And, and, um, and we, you know, are very in tune with vibration. And vibration is part of the law of attraction because if you're not on the same vibration as what it is you're trying to attract or bring into your life, then you, you're not going to get it, okay? And this is why when I was, you know, uh, years and years ago when I was, I was doing different stuff, this was before the entertainment popularity thingy, whatever you want to call it, right? It, it, way before that, you know? And I was driving a $400 Toyota, right? And I was trying to, you know, I, I didn't even know about the law of attraction as the law of attraction, right? I, I knew about it as my, my uncle taught me this stuff in seminars, but I was driving this $400 Toyota and then it moved up and then it was a, I don't know, it was a Jeep Cherokee, right? And then it moved up and then it was a Nissan Maxima, right? And, and all of these cars, like, you know, because I was conditioned, right, to drive a good used car. That was my thinking. Okay. I was brainwashed into that, right? Now you could say brainwashed. It's a, it's a harsh term, but people are conditioned into it because if you were born in a house, Right. If you were if you had parents that always sat around and go, oh, you know, so and so, you just bought a new car. Bad. As soon as he drove off the lot, the thing depreciated 20 grand or whatever it is. Right. Or, so, I mean, you know, it doesn't matter what the amount is. Right. But when you hear people talk like that, then what do you think? You think like, oh, wow, when I get older, I'm going to find the best used car I can. And that was my thinking for a long time. Right. Now, the, the thing that changed was my vibration. When I started practicing the law of attraction, the thing that changes my vibration, I can tell you right now that since 2006, with 2000, 2000, yeah, 2006 till now, okay, I'm, I'm very bad at, because of my ADHD, I'm very bad with time and space. Uh, it's just the way we, it's just the way we are, okay? Um, and I got to all my ADHD brothers out there and sisters out there, you know, I got you guys, no worries. But, um, but yeah, so uh, since 2006 till now, the only thing I know is that I always have new car smell. That's the only thing I really know. 
the cars have changed the levels of cars have changed um in fact the one actually the the car back in 2006 was a really nice expensive sports car you know and and um and you know i wasn't having a what do you call that a midlife crisis or anything um i was too i was too young for that right but it just kept going and here's what i i learned that it's because i raised my vibration and all these good things started coming into my life and and i got to say that as far as drama well people say drama what they mean is ongoing problems like problems that persist like persistent problems or you know sometimes you have a girlfriend that gives you drama i really never had girlfriends that i, I had this one that gave me drama i think well there was there was a couple of them i think one i can think of like 3 and this was, like I said, this was before all of this stuff, right? When I was, when I was learning. And, and let me tell you, you're going to learn, Hawaiians, okay? You're going to learn. And you guys listening in Japan right now, you guys are honorary Hawaiians, okay? So you're going to learn, okay? Because you have what's called a life path. And nobody can affect your life path. I mean, nobody can, you know, nobody can um, prevent you from getting to where you're going, if you have your intention set on where you're going to go, okay? I mean, period, right? i give you an example. Like uh, my mom, right? I, I love my mom to death. My mom is just, um, she, she's really, really so cool, right? And when I was younger, she wanted me to go, you know, in her path, on her path. And I said, no, 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 I'm going, I'm going to do this over here. And, um, and, you know, for the longest time, we couldn't see eye to eye because, she was mad because I didn't go her way, right? And and I was mad because she wanted me to go her way, right? And all these things. And then and then I'm like, no, I'm gonna follow my heart. I'm going that way, <laughs> you know. And and let me tell you, Hoyes, you know. Um, and I said this on another uh, on another broadcast that I just did. Uh, you you have to follow your heart, but your heart is going to be a more difficult experience it's going to be a more challenging experience but it's going to be the most rewarding experience of your life okay and you guys out there that are entrepreneurs you guys out there that are doing your own thing you guys you know that maybe i don't know your parents had expectations for you and then you had other expectations and you achieved them you guys know what i'm talking about right now there's a lot of um things that work in the law of attraction but they're very simple you guys i mean it is so simple there are three things that human beings do not do enough of okay speak it into existence write it into existence and think it into existence okay so you have to have your mind on the goal you have to pursue the goal baby steps you know like i always tell you guys you, you know you can't take giant leaps because if you do that and you make the wrong leap because trust me all lines have been there you got to correct a big leap right so baby steps you know it's it's kind of like sticking your foot in the swimming pool to see how cold the water is it's like oh oh too cold okay i'm not gonna jump in see but if you jump in it's too late that that's my only analogy for that but but my client in romania was was telling me like oh you know i i watched this person i that, that person and then this other person and i don't know who to believe i don't know what to do and they're all saying different things yeah they're kind of saying the same thing they're presenting it in a different way um the job of a teacher is to break things down so that a child of five can understand you know i teach three-year-old children and not very many people you know this this one lady told me recently um 
she she told me uh, I was looking, you know, for somebody to teach my granddaughter because she's she can sing, but she needs she needs you know somebody to guide her and and teach her and and whatever. So I'm like, oh, no problem. And so um, I you know I have her as a client now, right? And she's three years old. She goes, nobody else would tra- uh, train a three year old. They all started at five, and I'm like, well, because. They don't know how. It just it, look if you're not. I mean, on the real, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not hating on them. I'm just saying, if you either know how to work with a three-year-old or you don't, and if you don't, it's because you don't have patience. Okay, and and you, there's a couple of other skills you need to work with a three-year-old. Okay, but um, unks can break things down to three-year-old level. Okay, and um, if you can, if you can, you know. Uh, I want I want to say meet the three-year-old at their level you can work with any three-year-old so here's the thing that happened in the old days right in the old days people were and, and this is the you know the subject is law of attraction but right now I'm just gonna say that in the old days we dismissed three-year-olds and four-year-olds and five-year-olds why because we thought they were just you know they were just little babies and we treated them like little babies and what was the result they were just little babies Okay. Now you have you have you know YouTube, right? You go on YouTube and you see these three-year-olds doing amazing things. You see a four-year-old drummer drumming just as good in, as an adult, right? And you know, all this stuff, right? Okay. So somebody had the patience to sit down and work with that child. You see what I'm saying? And you have to have the patience, and you have to have the know-how. But I mean, patience is a big part of it, okay? Because yeah, it, it's almost like people who uh, people who have children. And then, you know, there's people who have children that are not really meant to have children, you know. And um, and I was I was a dad for one summer. I was a dad for one summer. And, you know, I was I was the good fun dad, you know, with my son. I, I took him to the store, bought him toys every day. We went to the store every day. And when he went home, you know, and, and he was five. And when he went home, uh, you know, his his mom, like, um yeah just gave me this blistering phone call about how i sent him home with tons of toys right and and i was like and why didn't i buy him clothes and i'm like well he's with you like all of the time i get to see him for two months i bought him toys it's good fun time you you see what i'm saying but anyway and that's that's just an example you know but what i'm saying is i you know i i haven't been a dad um, I have I have a son, right? But I haven't been a dad, and so I have no experience with that. I have no, you know. Uh, uh, so this is not about you know being a good parent or whatever. No, it's about relating to a three year old or a four year old or a five year old, and what we do now and what we know now in society and in education and in uh, you know our our world, right? Is that three year olds can pick up on all kinds of stuff. And what you need to do is you need to feed their interests, whatever it is. You need to feed their interests. Just feed their interests. You know, one of these, one of my clients um, has a child and she said, like, you know, I don't know, I don't know what I'm going to do with her, but she, she does this and this and this. And I said, just feed her interests. Keep, keep, you know, if that's what she likes, then get her more of that. Yeah, she likes those books, buy more of those books. Just, just feed her interests. And of course, you know, there's things that are being done with children uh, today that I, you know, I, I'm not down with or uh, agree on. And, I, you know, this is not the place. This is not the podcast for that. But I'm just saying um, children were very, uh, 
underestimated and dismissed in the old days. And that's not the case anymore. And that's why we're seeing all these little geniuses because it's a very special thing to be a human being. And one of the things that, you know, um, I guess we were led away from is the law of attraction. And, you know, there's, there's more to it than just, oh, law of attraction. You just, you know, you attract what you want and you get it. No, there's a law of vibration. There's, there's all this kind of stuff. But what I'm saying is like back when I had the $400 Toyota, okay, it was impossible for me to attract, you know, um, the Cadillac or the Mercedes or the BMW or the Porsche or, or whatever, because I just wasn't at that level. Okay, I wasn't at that vibrational level. Okay, so here's what you need to know about vibration. And I found this out when I went to, so, so you know, I had this girlfriend. In fact, I dedicated the, my book to her because she was the reason. Uh, she gave me this DVD on The Secret, right? And then I, you know, put it in the DVD and then the rest, as they say, is history. But um, before that, my uncle was telling me the same things. But The Secret is a brand. Just like Junior Kekueva Jr. is a brand. The Secret is a brand. And so um, everybody calls it the secret, right? <laughs> it's the secret, the law of attraction. Well, there's, there's 12 spiritual laws, uh, universal laws uh, that, that are also spiritual laws, but they're universal laws. And, and we're, we're not going to go into all of that and, and bore you with the details. But um, people know, you know, uh, the secret, right? Because of its popularity in the brand name. And they go, oh, yeah, the secret, bro. Yeah, we, we, we do the secret all the time. And all. yeah, we positive in our house. Okay. Positive thinking is one thing. Here's what happened. I was, I, I was going with this girl, right? And then we broke up. Um, <laughs> we broke, I'm, not, I'm not even going to go into why, because that, that was a circus. But, but anyway, but <laughs> anyway, um, so, I told, you know, I had fallen in love with her daughters and her daughters are so cool. And they were little kids at the time. And I told her, you know, just, just bring the girls and I'll take care of them and bring them to the school and you had no charges on the house, whatever. And just to keep them out of trouble because her girls were headed for intermediate and high school at the time. And so, so she did that. Right. And, um, so I saw her once a week and, you know, saw the kids once a week and everything. The kids kept out of trouble. They, they did singing and music and, and, they sometimes they did acting whatever they did they did all these creative things and they had this outlet that was my office and uh and actually my school was just a room in the office uh the office served other purposes but yeah there, there was this one room that was you know some people call it my studio they, they used to say that hey we came down to your studio and i'm like oh, okay but but anyway and and that was the purpose right but along the way there was the, there was this one time where one of these girls were in a pageant. So I said, oh, okay, yeah, of course I'm going to support, right? So went down, went down to the pageant, okay? And that's when I saw it. That's when I saw it at the pageant, right? And what I saw at the pageant is I saw my ex, you know, with, with her guy, right? And I noticed how different her vibe was, okay? So vibration. And I noticed how different her vibe was. And then I looked around the room, right? And I go, wow, these, these people around the room, like, you know, it was a mixed um, audience, right? And some of these people, you know, certain kind of vibe and what, and you kind of look. And when you're used to, uh, or when, when you're aware, awareness, right? When, when you become aware of certain vibrations, 
you can tell right you can tell who is in a low vibration you can tell who's in a high vibration and and you can actually sense an audience and I'll, I'll tell you um there was a time when i performed in front of an audience and this audience was comprised of i want to say people that are at least four or five six years older than i was and i said something okay i'm not gonna get into it in the, on the podcast but i said something in a joking manner and it wasn't anything bad or making fun of anybody or anything like that and i said something and this sweeping vibe came across the audience and just hit me and i'm like oh ooh, boy i don't want to say say anything like that again right and, and not in front of these guys but these guys are the older guys okay and there's there's peer groups and and whatever it it breaks down into other things but you can feel the vibe right and i started looking and and when i left the girl that i brought with me right she's telling me did you see did you notice the vibration and I said, yeah. And for a long time, uh, I had been by myself. Um, my my best friend and I, and um, uh, had lived had lived together for a while. And you know, girls girls would come in and out, kind of thing. But um, the the kind of work that that I, uh, hmm, how do I put this? The kind of work that I do and stuff like that requires the kind of commitment that you you just cannot hang with people you can't go out and party i mean you know and i've said this uh before like if if you're the kind of person that is you know always out on the if you're living for the weekend right you're living for the weekend and on the weekdays you just do what you got to do and you know work 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 on the weekend you're gone and you're out partying um don't expect a significant level of success or anything right and also you have to be aware of your vibration, okay? So vibration plays a part in it. And at that, it was at that moment that I really noticed the vibration because I was, I was going, wow, she is so different now. And I couldn't tell. You know, you can't tell somebody's vibration when they're, when they're around you, right? Because they're always around you. And chances are you guys are at the same vibration because, you know, that's just the way it is, okay? Like attracts like. So, you know, and, and I... For the longest time, always, you know, when 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 she gave me the DVD on the on the secret, I kept it in my top drawer. I mean, you know, the stories in my book, you can go read it. You can read it for free if you have Kindle. Uh, but you know, it, I kept it in my top drawer, and the reason why was because I was having a great time, and I didn't want any more responsibility. And knowledge with with knowledge comes responsibility. In other words, if you know better, you're responsible to that. And I didn't want to be responsible to anything else. And at the time, I was enjoying the rut I was in. And I was in, in a lower vibration, you know. Although my vibration was getting better, I was still in a lower vibration, and I would say, than I am today, right? And, and you know, of course, if you're getting older and you're improving in vibration, that, that's a good thing. Uh, but anyway, but, you know, what, what I'm saying is that, yeah, you can tell. Okay, so like attracts like. If you're, um, you know, look around, uh, and that's why that's why people say uh, this. They say, "Show me, your, show me your five closest friends, and I'll show you who you are." Right? Okay, I don't even have five closest friends. <laughs> I, just, I don't even have that. Okay, um, I I have friends that I I have people I know. Okay, so my life breaks down more like this. 
Um, I had one best friend that we worked on project together. We worked on music together. We worked on teaching together. We worked on everything together. Okay. So there was no time for, you know, people used to invite me to parties and stuff like that. And pretty soon they stopped inviting me because I didn't go. But, but I had a choice, right? And the choice was, okay, you can either work on your routines. <clears throat> you can either practice your music. You can either work on your guitar or you can go, you know, party for four or five hours or whatever. And then, and then your night is gone and you come home and you sleep and you, you lost a night of practice and stuff, right? Now, I did start to balance out my, you know, social calendar, uh, you could say, uh, for a while. I did for a while. And then, then afterwards I said, ah, no, you know, I used to go to these, these, uh, industry, what they call industry events. So I'm talking about entertainment industry, broadcast industry. They're all kind of combined and they all kind of work hand in hand. And, and I, you know, it just the kind of, uh, crowd just wasn't my kind of crowd it just wasn't the kind of thing that that i just personal just just for me and and so i didn't go you know because i would see the guys hey, yeah you know hey let's work on this project together and then and then you follow up you know okay well I thought they're gonna work with the project together with me okay well let's shoot them an email and follow up and you follow up and it goes nowhere right like oh bro all the time all the time Owings. and so i got tired of the plastic i got tired of the of the you know just to be seen kind of thing because there's a lot of people in the entertainment industry that just want to be seen and and there's other people in the entertainment industry that really just want to do their music and they want to entertain and they want to they want to uh perfect their craft you know and those are the guys that i love to be around because i learn right and i and i did a lot of that i hung out with the best of the best and and I, I learned from the best. I mean, you know, they say, well, you know, you hang with the best, you learn from the best, or what well, you follow the best, whatever. That kind of thing. So so yeah, if you're going to find a mentor or you're going to uh pattern yourself after something, okay, let's say let's say you wanna be, you know, up in the hundred thousand dollar a year bracket, okay? You're not gonna hang with the guys in the fifty thousand dollar a year bracket. You're just not. And it sounds terrible at the onset, right? You hear something like that and you go, what? You mean I got to I gotta let go of these guys? No, you don't really have to let go of those guys. Here's what's going to happen. You're going to start hanging around with the $100,000 a year guys, okay? Or, or above whatever your goal is, okay? I'm just using that as a round figure. And you're going to hang around with those guys. Eventually, your vibration is going to raise to theirs. Eventually, you are going to start talking like them. You're going to start thinking like them. You know, these guys that uh, the, the kind of people that I know now, and some, you know, some of them I refer to friends. They're not really friend friends. They're, they're, they're more like either um, acquaintances. They're not even I don't I don't even hang with colleagues anymore. I don't have any colleagues. I've retired from entertainment and I, I think I pretty much retired from radio. I don't know. I did a little radio and um, I haven't gotten the call back yet. So, you know, it's like acting. You wait for your call back. If you don't get your call back, then you don't go. Right. And I didn't get my call back. I, I have no idea what 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 happened or, or whatever. But but so I don't even really have colleagues anymore. I, I don't have you know, I'm, I'm just retired from that from all that stuff right now. I, I have I have I have different kind of colleagues now. I have digital colleagues and most of those are subcontractors. So these guys aren't really, you know, people that I would hang around with or 
have discussions with or whatever. I just hire them for jobs. They do the job, everything, and, and you know, it's completed and that's it. Move on to the next thing. But, um, and you know, it's, it's very different when you don't have to work with people. I mean, in person, like just online, boom, 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 and think, you know, in the beginning, there's a big trust issue. Uh, and then you learn to trust and then, you know, you kind of go along and, oh, okay, this worked. Oh, thank God. You know, that kind of thing. But I don't really have colleagues or, or, um, um, yeah, I don't. So, so there's nobody to go hang out with now. But back in the day, yeah, there, you know, there were a lot of times that I did go and, you know, I sat around and sat around and I'm thinking to myself, you know, I could be working on some songs right now. I could be writing some music right now. I could be, you know, doing stuff that, you know, amounted to the albums that we have up on iTunes right now kind of thing. Um, you know, during COVID, I'll give you an example. And I'll give you an example of what happens when you're not that out there to the party guy, okay? When you're not that, um, I don't know, Mr. Aloha guy or whatever it is, okay? So during COVID, I had time, okay? Because everybody had time. We had lockdown, right? So instead of just, you know, being locked down and going crazy and being paranoid and, you know, all the, the, you know, I don't know, the, the communists are coming to invade us or whatever. I don't know. You know, a lot of people had different ideas and you see this stuff on social media, right? I decided to be productive. And so I put out three albums. I put out three albums during COVID. And what we'll hear is what's really funny. Nobody. And I mean, not one person. I, I put them up on my social media. I think I put them up on my Facebook, and um, I put them up on on my link. Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't put them up on LinkedIn until way later. But I put them up on my Facebook when I released it, right? And not one person, and I mean not one person, went, "Hey, congratulations!" Not one, Hoines. Not one. Okay, and that's what happens when you're not out there shaking hands and kissing babies. Now, there's a lot of people on my Facebook. There's a lot of people that are friendly with me on Facebook. There's a lot of people, you know, and, and when, when artists uh, put out their CDs and stuff, if I see it in my feed, I will say congratulations. You know, just the other day, I saw, I saw an entertainer, uh, two entertainers, that they just bought a house. And I congratulated them. And I was sincere about it. You know, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and here's another thing. When I was on the radio, right, there was this joke. I didn't know it was a joke. Uh, but there was this joke, thoughts and prayers. And I thought that meant, like, if somebody got hurt and you would send thoughts and prayers, right? And one day, I happened to mention this to, to the guy whose show it was that I was on. And I said, oh, yeah, you know, I saw it. You know, this happened to so-and-so and whatever. And I, I sent thoughts and prayers. And he goes, oh, no, 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 that doesn't mean that. And I'm like, what? I'm like, okay, so, you know, in, in, a, in one sense, I have shut myself off from a lot of stuff, right? Because of the focus that I have to apply to whatever it is that I do. Okay, and then back in the day, it was music and entertainment, and you know, and then after my friend died, it's been digital everything, right? But um, I, I guess the the point is, uh, uh, yeah, luckily I I did not put thoughts and prayers to 
people that I see online that are passing away and the relatives are passing away and stuff. But uh, that was just an example, right? Um, but I don't know the latest trends. I don't know the latest fads. I don't know the latest things. Uh, I don't go to movies. I don't uh, watch television. I, I don't. I just don't. I read books. I, I listen to audiobooks. I, I do other forms of learning. And the other half, teaching. So I learn over here, I teach over there. Learn over here, teach over there. I mean, that's that's all I basically do now. And so, um, but not one congratulations for the three albums, right? And they were put out, I think we put out one album a month, something like that. We put out one, and, and there's another album coming out in, in November, right? And um, and so, you know, after the first album, right? I was like, okay, okay whatever. I mean, you know, and and... You know, I thought, wow, not even not even one guy, like, you know, not even one guy going, hey, right on, or whatever, right? And so I was like, okay. The next album didn't bother me. The following album didn't bother me. And I'm like, you know, and, and I laugh all the way to the bank now when I see the publishing coming in, right? You know, from the, and it's mostly, it's not, mo- it's, uh, it used to be sales uh, in the old days. Like people would just like buy my album, not in Hawaii. In Singapore, sing, people in Singapore are the number one um, people that buy my music. Buy, they just click, then they buy the whole album. And don't ask me why. I don't know anybody in Singapore. But if you're in Singapore listening to this right now, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank your friends for me. Uh, and just just know that, yeah, Singapore supports me and I'm very, very grateful. But, you know, um, the what really makes money now is the streaming you know we're on tiktok we're on instagram we're on uh verizon we're on you know we're on all these these streaming platforms spotify all this stuff where you get the podcast from and then when you click if you click if you enter the junior cake we have a junior show in google it will bring up pages and pages and pages of different podcasts outlets that carry our podcast and so and we're very grateful to them and that's the the other uh, percentage, you know, that, that, that I mentioned in, in the beginning of the podcast. But um, so I, I, you know, I don't have a, a huge, um, what can I say? How can I put this? I don't, yeah, the, the, my, my music doesn't sell in Hawaii. It, it sells outside. Um, basically, I've always had to work the outside in. But, but here's the law of attraction part, right? Okay, these things that I have been able to do in the three albums during, you know, um, COVID when when entertainers were put out of business um, and and myself as well. You know, I was was put out of business. We we couldn't do any shows anymore. Everything was shut down. Right. But then I put out three albums, you know, because I'm not going to, you know, sit back and just do nothing and, you know, whatever. So so um, but these are things that we worked on for years and years and years so the baby steps are like recording the songs the baby steps are like planning the album the baby steps are like visualizing what the cover is going to look like the baby steps are like visualizing what you know how many albums do you want how many albums do you want to put up and i had great examples to follow there was this group from hawaii they were a duo and i think they did 40 some odd albums and I and I was like in my head I was like whoa that, that's pretty good maybe maybe I could do at least 20 you know what I mean but it, realistically we don't have enough material for that I, I don't have that kind of material but I was um I well I am planning on doing an unplugged CD one day maybe um see how I feel um 
you know, but, but during that time in which I was, you know, doing the radio stuff, uh, it was, it was, uh, yeah, it was a good time because I started practicing because I had to play in public again. Now I don't have to play in public again. So I, I kind of put the guitar down and, and that's like, you know, uh, that, that's not happening right now. So, um, but I use the guitar to heal and that's the vibration. Okay. That's the vibrational healing that I do. And that's, it, that's what, in, uh, in, uh, induces the endorphins and the oxytocin and the brain chemistry that settles people inside. And then the law of attraction works naturally because you attract who you are. Okay. So yeah, when you're on a different frequency, okay, because I know these people, they, I know, I know these people who have, I've seen them climb the ladder, if you will. Right. And all that means is that they make more money now. They do more things now. They own more stuff now. They, they, you know, whatever. Right. And I see these guys going up and up and some of them have very high vibrations and some of them don't. Okay. If you ever read the book, if you ever get a chance uh, to read the book, The Science of Getting Rich, um, I read that years ago. You should you should pick up a copy of that and uh, online it's it's accessible. Uh, if if not, just email me and I'll send you a copy. I'll send you a PDF copy. The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Waddles, right, says that a moron can get rich. You know, a smart guy can get rich. You know, like all these anybody can get rich. I mean, getting rich is not the thing, Hawaiians. Okay. Um, and I, I was talking to somebody about this, one of my clients. I was talking to one of my clients about this on Sunday. And I said, you know what? It's your family. It's your, uh, in fact, yesterday I had another client that we had this conversation. Um, I said, you know, it's your family. It's your kids. It's your, it, the people that love you. You got to put energy into that. You got you to gotta feed that. And that will bring everything. Because, you know, there's nothing worse than being stuck down the road with just a bunch of things. I mean, really, you know, I've, I've, um, and I've said this before, I have guitars that I, I can't even play. I mean, I, I can play them, you know, I could bring them home. The problem is with the guitars I got at home, I start playing and halfway through the song, I stop and I just put it down. I put it back in the stand. And the only time I really uh, use it is when I teach. Okay. So, and it's not because my vibration went down. It's because I'm just, I'm doing another thing, right? I'm doing other things right now. And that's where where the energy goes, right? So attention flows where energy, uh, energy goes where attention flows or something like whatever. Uh, yeah, attention attention goes where energy flows, something something like that. But anyway, that's, a, yeah, I, I keep getting that one mixed up. But whatever you focus on intensifies, okay? So the law of attraction is really, really simple, okay? First, think about it in your head know exactly what you want most people don't know what they want that's a loaded question you ask somebody okay what do you really want out of life you know if you would have asked me that question 30 years ago i would have told you i want to do a show in waikiki okay boom done <laughs> right done now when i got to waikiki and and you know this is this is the irony of of a lot of it but it's also the explanation on why it went the way it went when I got to Waikiki and I saw Waikiki is its own animal. For you guys overseas, Waikiki is an area in on the island of Oahu in Hawaii where there's hotels and beaches and and there used to be a lot of entertainment venues. Uh, now it's mostly um, activities and rent a car and go around the island and you know that kind of thing. But back in the day, 
it was different. And uh, back in the day, there was a lot of entertainment venues and that's what I saw and that's what I wanted to do. And that's what I pursued. And so finally, when we did get to Waikiki, right? Talk about vibration. When we got to Waikiki, um, my manager, who was female, uh, started talking to these guys that worked in the showroom and they started telling her like how much they got paid and you know they didn't get paid very good but at least it was a job and it's a part-time job and they, they started telling her all giving giving us all kinds of inside information meanwhile we were being like charged double <laughs> in some cases you know where i had to i had to write a letter to the guy at, at one point and and go hey come on man look i mean you know we're not we're no threat to you uh you know that kind of thing but anyway so but you know that that happened and we saw the mechanics of what happened inside waikiki not just with our show but with all the shows and we actually saw the environment and we saw you know what was going on and um Anyway, so when, you know, when these things get revealed to you, right? Um, and, and to make a long story short on, on Waikiki, we couldn't get the cooperation because we were the outsiders. We came in from the outside. See, the guys who were on the inside were on the inside for a long time. And they controlled everything. And there were three companies that controlled all the entertainment in, in that area. And so, of course, we were the outsiders. We, we didn't expect anybody to bow down to us. You know, but we thought we had something viable where we could have made somebody else money or, or whatever, uh, you know, some kind of, um, you know, so yeah, just some kind of, um, you know, working together with some other company or whatever. And then that never happened and that was all good. But we did get the wedding and party business. And that actually led people to believe that we were in the entertainment business. And, and so when we went through all of those stages, right, the wedding and party, the wedding and party business paid for Waikiki for all of two shows. And at that point, we, we borrowed money for, uh, for two shows. And then, and then we paid them back, I don't know, um, I think a couple months later, something like that. But all the money came out of the wedding and party business. And so, you know, one thing fed the other thing. And, um, the wedding and party business actually was a blessing for us because we didn't have to do the Waikiki thing every night. And we thought, wow, if we did the Waikiki, right, right? And we did the Waikiki thing every night, oh, that would be, that'd be great. When we actually saw what was involved and we saw everything on the inside, it was like, oh, this was a blessing. Even, even though we didn't like, even though I didn't like it, you know, cause I, I was like, well, yeah, I want to, I want to do what I saw growing up. And um, yeah, when you see it, you go, whoo, okay, there's a reason, right? And and like I said on the other uh, podcast that we did, you know, about life paths, right? Nobody can stop you from your life path, okay? In some cases, not even you, okay? Now, I went all the way to the left over there in entertainment and, you know, um, I got into radio to pursue entertainment, okay? But the vibration pulled me back to teaching. It just, it keeps pulling me back pulling me back pulling me back right and so you know i uh, to the point where sometimes i give up and i say okay well i'll just teach i'll just do what i'm supposed to do because some of us you know and i i I don't believe every one of us but i believe a lot of us if we are aware okay uh we we have a purpose and we we're supposed to serve the purpose or at least serve others and um entertainment for me really wasn't serving other people the only people that i thought i was serving 
uh, we're, we're the customers or the people, you know, the two people that hired us and, and the kids that, that I had perform on the show. Those are the only people that I really thought were benefiting from from what we did. Uh, people enjoyed our show, but they didn't hire us. They didn't pay a ticket. They didn't, you know. It's, <laughs> I used to call it hostage entertainment because two people hire us and 350 people have to endure us. You know what I mean? Uh, whether it was good or bad or indifferent, whatever. But that's the way it worked. And so, uh, But when you look back, you go, wow. If I would have gone the other route, it would not have been as profitable it would not have been as easy it would not have flowed you know so so part of vibration is flow and and the funny thing is that sometimes you know you really like somebody sometimes you really want to hang with certain people there were people that i wanted to hang with i just had to make a decision like okay you're gonna make this dream come true or you're gonna go hang out and, and drink and or whatever it is, right? <laughs> whatever. And carry on with those guys. What are you going to do? And and it was a sacrifice. And you got to make sacrifices, Hawaiians. You cannot just, you cannot just say, okay, well, I'm going to do it all. I'm going to, you know, I have a, I have a life coaching client right now. He's a very wealthy man. He's very successful. Very, very successful. See, a lot of people think that you have a life coach to um, advise you. <laughs> That's not what life coaches do. Okay, Those life coaches that are doing that do not know how to life coach. In fact, um, a student of mine and I were, um, were shooting back uh, Instagram messages, DMs. We're in the DMs and this is like, I don't know, maybe two, three weeks ago. And um, she said, so uncle, what you doing now? Are you still teaching? You're still doing, you know, what are you doing? You're still performing? You're still, you know, whatever. And I said, um, oh, I just, you know, I'm, I'm life coaching, I'm teaching voice, I'm doing, you know, everything but entertainment. I retired already. And she goes, life coaching? And I go, yeah. She goes, uncle, you were life coaching before life coaching was life coaching. And I was like, well, yeah, that, that was true. I, I was, you know. And so um, we we were uh, doing life coaching or I was doing life co- I have a problem with saying we uh, because in the business world you don't say I you say we so but yeah I was I was life coaching years 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 and years and years and years before uh, there was even a thing called life coaching but um, but we and we you know we were laughing about that but um, the the real uh, underlying thing about your life path is the people you serve and the people that you open doors for and the people that you bring along with you. I know a lot of people that open doors for me, you know, and and sometimes they, you know, I mistook the open door for friendship or, or wanting a friendship, you know. Well, some guys just open the door for me. You know, there was this one guy, I can think of this one guy and um, and he is, um, I want to say, a really great soul, this guy. He had a TV show and he, he put me on his TV show, right? He didn't have to. He put me on his TV show, whatever. Okay, so the years go by. Then, um, and I'm in the meantime, I'm doing radio, right? I'm doing, and I was, I was doing a, uh, I wasn't doing radio full time or anything. I, I was doing, you know, fill in, fill in work, right? Uh, but I was, I was doing other things, and um, so I was just, you know, we're doing, we had the school and whatever, consulting company, whatever. But, but I was doing radio fill in work. Uh, and so most people knew me from, you know, being on the radio and whatever. And this guy was a radio guy. And at one point he was working at the same company and, you know, he was right, like right next door and I would fill in next door and stuff. And, um, 
so I had a girlfriend at the time and she threw me a surprise birthday party. It was the only uh, surprise party I've ever had in my life and I'll never forget it. It was it was amazing. And um, but the funniest thing happened, right? And this is vibration. This is you cannot um, you cannot surround yourself or be in a group with people with vibrations that don't match you one way or the other whether they're they're higher vibration lower vibration whatever okay you you just cannot it's it's not gonna fit okay and and um anyway so she went around to these guys that she thought were my friends you know and my son did the same thing um but that's that's another podcast alliance <laughs> but anyway so but she went to to these guys right and um she told me after the party, she goes, you know, I'm, I'm really sorry. I couldn't get anybody else to come. And I'm like, what do you mean anybody else to come? Oh, and then she started naming all these guys, right? And I said, oh, they're, they're not my friends, though. They're, they're colleagues. There's a difference. You know, and I learned that lesson years and years ago at this toxic work environment radio group that, that I worked for. Um, way way back and it was it was very toxic it was very you know but but the good thing about it and that, that's why I tell you guys you guys got to find the good parts about everything the good part about it is that I learned skills that I use in my companies today that that I've always used since I learned them back then and this was back in the 90s um, in the mid 90s and the skills that I learned from going through what I had to go through, which at some point was very excruciating mental, um, mental, mental strain, maybe. I don't want to say distress. It wasn't that bad, but it was very heavy. It was a very heavy mind trip kind of thing. Um, and you could feel it. You could feel it when you walked in, or at least, I don't know, maybe it was just me. Maybe, maybe I was the only victim, but I don't, I don't know. Uh, anyway, and you know, whatever, but I took away from that some knowledge that I've used in my companies ever since that has served me well. So what I'm really saying, Hawaiians, is that you got to find the good part. Sometimes we got to go through some stuff, you know, like like in radio, right? I had to get up early. I had to get up at four o'clock in the morning, you know, and people were telling me, wow, dude, you're a madman. You get up at four o'clock and I'm like, yeah. Until today, when I when I was on a, a guest on the on the radio show, I was the first one there. I, I'm always the first one there. You know why? I, I'm the first one there, so I don't have to rush. So I can plan. So I can, you know, I, I'm that kind of guy. I'm not the genius radio guy that thinks just pop out of my head. I'm not that guy. I used to substitute for a guy like that. <laughs> okay, but that's not me. I need to plan. I need to sit there and think. I need to run it through my ADHD brain. I, you know, maybe two or three times, right? And then, and prepare. And then, and then I can move forward with it. So I'm early. You know, a very wise man, a very wealthy man told me one day, you know, cause I was always complaining about, you know, this, that, and the other thing. And, you know, how do you, how do you do this? And I'm having trouble with this. He goes, what time do you get up in the morning? And I said, no, about five o'clock. He goes, what time do you get to the office? You know, and I, and I told him, right? I ran down the whole thing. He goes, why don't you get up at four o'clock? Why don't you get up earlier? Plan your day earlier. That way you don't have to rush and you can take your time. You need to meditate. You need to, and he ran down the list. You, you need to do, you need to say your prayers. You need to meditate. You need to do this. You need to do, if you're going to do it, if you're going to get up late, you don't have time to do that. Then you're going to be rushing. You're going to throw off your rhythm and then what, you know? And I stopped and I had to listen. I'm going, whoa, 
That's exactly the truth. And, and I didn't know it was the truth till I started doing it, right? And, and the law of attraction is the same way. You don't develop an awareness for it until you see it start working, until it starts working in your life, okay? And like I said, till now, the only thing I know is new car smell. Every time I get in my car, I smell a new car. Every time, I mean, because, you know, new car smell stays for the length of the lease, right? And if it's, if it's one thing I can tell you, Hawaiians, it's I would have been driving a used car if I didn't have the guts to pull into the new car place and go, okay, let's do this. And it's just me and God, and I'm just going to listen to God. And it's just the two of us, and yeah, God is, God is real. And that's, that's the whole point of the law of attraction. God is real and God will bring you who you are, right? He will bring the things that will add to you to be who you are. And that's why they say, you know, first you seek the kingdom, okay? And then after that, after that everything's going to be added unto you, okay? Let's, let's say it another way, okay? First, you have to be clear on what you want, okay? And then... If you take the steps, like I told you guys in Samantha's story, right? If you take the steps, yeah, some bad things going to happen. Yeah, you might get kicked out of your house. Yeah, you might lose this, lose that, whatever. And that might be part of the process to push you ahead into whatever it is that you think success is. Because I can tell you that happened to me. And till today, till today, Hawaiians, you know, like like I told you guys on other podcast about that old timer I talked to. And I, and I asked him, I, I said, Is, did you ever get professional jealousy? And he goes, what? Till today. He goes, bro, it's still, I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, bro, these old guys down the country, they, they're getting drunk in the morning listening to me on the radio. They call me up and they, they're telling me, yeah, yeah, we go outside, bro. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. And I'm like, wow, it really never gets better than elementary school. I mean, if you can master the elementary school playground Hawaiians, okay, you can master the law of attraction. It's not that complicated. All right, here's the formula. Okay, first you envision it. Okay, keep that vision in your head. Okay, no matter what you do during the day, you're still focused on getting there, wherever there is for you or whatever it is for you. It's not always material. Sometimes it could be the ideal girl. Okay, we did an experiment on the radio one time where we wrote down exactly who we wanted to meet. And guess what? She showed up. She showed up. Okay. Um, and and two, two people did that. Two people did it, right? And I, I was pretending to do it, but I, I didn't really want to do it, so I didn't do it. But the other two guys that did it, they met the girl, and it, it was amazing. you know. But you have to be specific. How many of you do that? How many of you sit down with a pen and paper and go, okay, she has to have blonde hair. She has to be 5'7". She has to, right? I don't know anybody who does that. I mean, you know, I, I don't do that for girls, but I've, I've done that for other things. And I can tell you when I've done it for other things, it's always been there every time. It's never failed. Sometimes the, there were little detours that I had to take out over here to the left, which took some time. Right. And then, you know, back and then boom, right there. But it works every time. And it's your subconscious mind. If you guys need material on this, I will send you PDF books. All you got to do is go to jrkjr.com, right? And just just email me and, and just go, hey, Junior, can you send me the books on the subconscious mind? It's not that complicated, Hawaiians. We were born like this. The thing about society is they make you think. They lead you to believe 
that you don't have any of this power. They lead you to believe God doesn't exist. God is very real. Our entire universe is intelligent. Every blade of grass is intelligent, Hines. Okay? Uh, I, I can't even... Don't, don't get me started on God because I, I will tell you that God is real. It's not necessarily... Uh, what you hear in church because you know every church is a little bit different right you go you know even the churches they go okay no we believe in jesus you know i know several churches that believe in jesus and i and i've gone to several of them and i get different messages from each of them so i'm just telling you right but 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 whatever whatever you believe or or whatever i will tell you that you are having a very very uh sacred and blessed experience because it is a blessing to be a human being um just yeah so if you if you're aware of this if you're aware of vibration if you become aware of this stuff and how to use your subconscious it's not magic you focus and things will come into play you will meet the right people you will the right doors will open and you know what if if the vibration is different it cannot be or it cannot be for long, and I've experienced that many, many times. And you know what? It's it's a shame sometimes because we love those guys, and then all of a sudden they're not in our lives anymore, right? And you know, my mom, <laughs> my mom was funny. I I talked to my mom, and my mom was like, uh, and I told my mom, I said, yeah, I got, you know, I got, I was excited, and I was, oh, I got to do radio again. And my mom goes, you didn't learn from last time. And my mom is, my mom is like a. <laughs> like, I don't want to, I, I love my mom, right? But she's the reality check. She's like the, you know, she's like the, uh, what do you call that? Like, she, um, it, she's not buzzkill, but you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm all jazzed up. I'm like, Ma, hey, guess what? I, I got to do radio again. And, and the reason why I wanted to do radio is just to have fun. I, had, I haven't had that kind of fun. I haven't been able to laugh and, and uh, make monkey and stuff like that, right? And my mom just comes in with the other side and I'm like, no, no, mom, you don't, you don't understand. And she keeps telling me, she told me 15, what was it? 16 years ago, whatever, whatever it was. And she told me, she goes, you don't need those guys. And I go, no, ma, you don't understand. It's not that I need them or don't need them. I want to do that. I want to have fun. I want to do it. I want to be the clown on the radio. I love, I love making people laugh. I love being the idiot on, on the radio, you know, and I guess, I guess in a way she's kind of shame, you know, but in a way she goes, eh, well, that's what he wants to do. I mean, you know, my mom is like that. She's like that. And, um, she's, she's not down for, for the things that I've chosen to do, but she's down for me. And that's why I love my mom. I mean, she's, she's unreal, but yeah, parents can bring you the sobering kind of stuff. So I, I got to tight. Oh, sorry. I, I, I got to go, but yeah. I went sober up real fast when she told me that. I was like, oh, mom, come on. Uh, anyway, we'd like to thank our sponsors, Island Club is Spa, Brother Randy, Sister Jerry at Kakaako location. Yeah, I promise I, I go, I'm going in next week for sure. Hey, we'd also like to thank AFM Hawaii Music, the home of Darren Chinan. <laughs> Darren, you got to check out his music. He's, he's all over iTunes. He's all over the world. Hey, until next time. Oh, wait. I forgot Voice Master Family of Service Companies. Yeah, okay. Anyway, until next time, I'm Junior Zane. Mahalo and Aloha.